Hey everyone, welcome to the Why They Invested Healthcare Edition podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today I'm joined by Farzad Soleimani, the healthcare partner at 1984 Ventures. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Jared. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on. And for everyone that can see, look at the book collection behind you. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Love it. Um, I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today. We keep these short and sweet. I'd really love you could kick things off by telling the audience a little bit about your background. And then we'll talk about some of the recent investments that you made uh, with your firm and why you made them. Okay, well, I'm happy to do that. So um, we are um, part of 1984 Ventures. Uh, we are an early stage venture fund uh, focused on software companies that are going after antiquated industries. We are investing out of our newest fund, which is $75 million. We typically write checks in the amounts of 500k to $1.5 million. And we would love to back founders who are applying software to industries that need to, to be shaken up a little bit. And by definition, healthcare is one of those industries, uh, which comprises 25% of our entire portfolio. Um, in the area of healthcare, we invest in three main themes. Uh, the first one is what we call uh, care delivery enablement. The second one is what we call uh, data-driven decision-making. And the third one is process automation. Uh, I myself uh, am a clinician by training. I still practice part-time as an emergency room physician. Um, I have been practicing for the past uh, 10 years. Um, but before joining A4 Ventures, I was the founding associate director of Texas Medical Center Innovation Institute, where we have the Texas Medical Center Accelerator Program, helped launch that program, which has given um, good um, platform for a lot of leading healthcare startups to engage with healthcare systems, especially down in um, the south uh, at Texas Medical Center. And I also ran the Biodesign Innovation Fellowship Program. So with that intro, I'm happy to tell you about some of our latest investments. And, and the two that we're going to talk about today that you mentioned were, were going to be Terrapify and HouseRx. Uh, it, Correct. So I'd love to hear and I know our audience would love to hear, what was it about those companies? So maybe quick intro on both of them, what Terrapify is for those that don't know, and HouseRx, and then why you invested in those. Like, what was it about those companies that you really loved? Absolutely. So I can start with Terrapify. So Terrapify is the leading online mental health care provider in Latin America. Uh, we met the founders uh, through Y Combinator, actually, and even though um, they didn't come from the traditional healthcare background, we felt that they have a pretty good grasp of the industry and the needs, especially as it relates to Latin America. And just for background, um, I was actually the uh, founding CEO of one of the earliest telemedicine companies in the behavioral health space. Um, in 2008, we launched um, a company which um, had a pretty good um, level of engagement with some of the Fortune 500 companies, but we were just too early to the market at the time. So I've been seeing this space kind of evolving over the past decade or so. And also as a clinician who takes care of patients, I obviously understand the need for better access to mental health care. Now, in Latin America, obviously, as it is with every continent on this planet, people are 
in dire need of better access to mental health care provider. And fortunately, we saw that this team understands how to deliver a culturally competent uh, mental health services uh, to people from Latin America. So that was the primary reason for us to take a bet on this team. At the same time, the founding members were very coachable. Uh, from the very beginning, we realized that even though they are first-time entrepreneurs, they would love to kind of uh, gather the best team that they can around them. So they have been doing a remarkable job recruiting a very strong team. And their efforts is reflected in the very fast growth that they have been experiencing over the past year. Uh, so they are doing really well in terms of um, expanding their services, improving their platform, and providing access to greater and greater geographies within Latin America. And interestingly, a lot of the Hispanic patients in the U.S. are beginning to use their services, even though um, you know, they have access to other uh, services in the United States, simply because they are delivering such a culturally competent um, service. So that was important to us, and the reason we invested in them you know, was really to back these founders that are passionate about what they are doing, and they are going after a very large problem. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I would love to kind of shift focus now, if possible, to why you invested and also what is HouseRx. Um, absolutely. So HouseRx is uh, actually the first investment we made out of our fund, too. Uh, it is a company that makes access to a specialty uh, pharmaceuticals much more uh, easily uh, and uh, easier and more affordable. Uh, HouseRx uh, basically enables the specialty clinics to become pharmacies and deliver a complete solution to their patients. Uh, we co-invested in this company alongside First Round Capital, Coastal Ventures, and Maverick Capital, who are amazing uh, investors and understand the system quite well. Uh, the founder is a person we know quite well. Ogi was the CMO and SVP of Flatiron Health. And for the longest time, he was looking at this market, asking the question of why is it that, you know, specialists, you know, especially in the oncology space and the oncology space, are not uh, able to um, dispense medication to their own patients, even though they control a large amount of healthcare spending. Um, in the United States, to just give you an idea, we are spending around $200 billion plus on a specialty pharma. So it's a very large market. And our thesis when we invest in any company is team product market fit. So um, the market is very large, very attractive to us. Uh, the product uh, was being built using a lot of agile technologies. It was very interesting to see how Ogi was um, taking advantage of you know, off-the-shelf you know, technologies that are available to test his product and kind of perfect the model before kind of building everything from ground up uh, and position it for a scaling. And also as somebody who has been in the specialty pharma business for a very long time, he had a very deep understanding of the problem he was going after. So a strong entrepreneur, um, great product development strategy, and a very large market. And those were key reasons that we wanted to support him in his um, journey. 
and he has been able to recruit extremely well again around him, and that is one of the key superpowers of um, great founders. They are able; they are great themselves, but they're able to bring even a greater team around themselves. So we have been very happy with you know the progress the company has been making, and they are building and growing quite fast. Now, if if someone Let's say there's an entrepreneur out there. What is the best way for them to get on your radar? So we are very accessible. I mean, um, they can always email us. Um, <laughs> we try to get back to the entrepreneurs uh, who have read, you know, our website and know, you know, where uh, we typically invest. Um, so that is important. Sometimes we get investment. And proposals from companies that are completely outside of our area of focus. So that tells us that they didn't really, and they haven't done their homework to, to know who we are. But also, we um, really value uh, our network of uh, friends um, who are all, you know, either investors or entrepreneurs, and we get a lot of our leads through you know, our network. And it, it is something to be said when, you know, a trusted friend, uh, investor colleague comes and says, hey, I met, you know, a very strong entrepreneur that would like to get their seed financing and um, they are working on something that might be of interest to you and we definitely take a look. And as former uh, entrepreneurs ourselves, we really believe that we should be quick in terms of our decision-making process and get back to the founders, you know, quickly, whether we are in or not, uh, because the entrepreneurs have a limited amount of time, so we don't want to drag this along if we are not going to invest. Uh, we typically like uh, to see a full team in play first, uh, at least, you know, a very strong founder, CEO, uh, a strong, you know, technical team, product team in place before we come in. But on occasions, we have invested in founders who might not have had the complete team, but they definitely had a very strong track record in terms of hiring good teams around them. So we have taken a bet on them as well. Uh, but um, as long as you have uh, an idea that is compelling with a large addressable market, um, you understand your customer quite well, and uh, we would love to speak with you. Well, I want to thank you so much for, for the transparency around how people can reach you, what investments you look into, and two of your, your most recent investments. Hopefully, we can have you come back on the podcast to talk about some of your, your latest investments as well. But thank you so much for, for joining me again on the podcast and wish you and your team all the best of luck. Thank you so much.